you feel the anticipation? The 3-10 and 10 Denver Broncos hosting the 4-9 and nine Arizona Cardinals at whatever they're calling the stadium at Mile High these days. But here to give us a look at the uh, Denver Broncos in closer detail from our sister station, 104.3 The Fan in Denver, one of the hosts of the Players Club. Nate Jackson joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line. Nate, good morning. Are you feeling the anticipation? Yeah, it's an exciting matchup, guys. Uh, the prospect of Brett Rippon and Colt McCoy has got us really pumped up here. But you know what? It's in power field now. In power field ah. is not mile high. So it's going to be rocking. Because it was like Sports Authority at one point. It was Invesco at one point. I can't keep track yeah. of all the corporate sponsorship, Nate. All right, so it's, yeah, it switches, switches every couple of years. So, Nate, so, so uh, is that an update? Is Russell Wilson still questionable? Is he out? What's, what's the deal with Russell? Yeah, it's really hard to tell. So he's been out there doing stuff. He's got his helmet on. He's running around doing drills. But I don't know if you guys saw the hit. I mean, the guy was out. Um, He had a hematoma on the side of his head. Clearly, uh, his eyes were open, but there was nobody home. So I'm hoping they keep him uh, on the sideline this game. But, you know, you know how it is. You, you, You have pressure to get out there. Russell Wilson is... They see it as, you know, their golden boy. They're trying to find something with him. Last week, they lost the game to the Chiefs, but he was able to actually get something going for the first time all season, uh, which he hasn't done. So I imagine he wants to build on that. I'm hoping the Broncos medical staff uh, puts the kibosh on it. But you know how it is, man. These guys, they they push to get out there. They pass the concussion protocol, whatever that means, and they they get out there. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. What is the uh, what's the weather forecast? It's it's always dicey in December in Denver. What what are we looking at this weekend? Well, it's twenty degrees right now, um, and so it's pretty chilly. I think it's going to be cold. I think it will be sunny though. No snow. It'll probably by game time warm up a little bit. I, I imagine it's going to be in the low forties. But then as the sun goes down towards the end of the game, it'll get cold again. So um, bring your hand warmers. Yeah, <laughs> Nate Jackson from one hundred four three, the fan in Denver, our guest here on Bickley and Murata mornings. Uh, we've dealt with it here in Arizona, Nate. I know you've dealt with it to a big degree in, in Denver as well, and that is preseason anticipation and expectation falling short in a, in a big, big way. I mean, at this point of the season, I, I don't want to throw my partner under the bus, but he uh, picked the Broncos to win the Super I Bowl did. and Russell Wilson to no, win MVP. I did. So, I did. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, so no. He's feeling it, but he's not emotionally invested. Can, can you kind of just gauge that fall off from expectation to reality and how hard it is in a city like Denver? Yeah, it's been really hard, I think, just because people are used to excellent football around here. You know, there's they've, they've got three Super Bowl trophies. They had John Elway. They had Peyton Manning. And the idea was, at least the last couple of years, is we are a quarterback away from being a really good football team. Even though the team wasn't good, but the team was last in the AFC West last year. They fired their coach. They're bringing a, a new first-time head coach, Nathaniel Hackett. He's never done this before in his life. He brings in an offensive coordinator who's never done it, a defensive coordinator who's never done it, a special teams coordinator who has very little experience, and yet still the expectations were Super Bowl from a lot of people, not just you, because of Russell Wilson. So it was like the Russell Wilson factor really changed the way people viewed this season. I never really thought they were going to make a Super Bowl run, but I didn't think they would be this bad. And I think it's just been a really tough pill to swallow to watch not just the losses, but the offensive ineptitude that this team has shown, which has is historic. I mean, this is the worst offense since the 2000 Cleveland Browns, who put up like 10 points a game. The Broncos, prior to last week, were putting up like 13 points a game. They had games where they didn't score a touchdown. I mean, through before last week, Russell Wilson had eight touchdowns through the air. 
in like 12 games. Yeah. So it, it, it's just kind of uh, it, people are at a loss for why it's happening. The offense has looked really anemic. There's been a lot of injuries. Hackett passed off the play calling duties to Clint Kubiak midseason. So there's been a lot of fits and starts. And people are just left scratching their heads. Yeah, it's interesting to me because from the outside, you wonder what if if Russell Wilson is is sort of kind of falling down the mountain of his of his prime and if physically, if he can just move the way he used to. I'm wondering about internally because there's been so much speculation about his 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 never ending positive nature, the let's roll or mm. let's ride thing. Well, update us on that. What 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 does this look and feel like with this guy at the helm in Denver? Yeah, so there's no way, you know, to to deny his success. He was the fast, fastest quarterback ever to 100 wins. He's got a Super Bowl win. He went to another Super Bowl. Had 10 wins every single season except one in Seattle. So this guy's been a winner. But he came here, man, and it was very unusual the way the Broncos really rolled out the red carpet for him. Not only did they trade three players who were homegrown players who were, you know, liked on the team, they traded two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and then they signed him to a $245 million contract before he ever took a snap during the regular season. Okay, so that's unusual enough, but he also brought with him kind of a performance team. He has an office in the facility, for example. He has his own quarterback coach in the facility. He has his own, like, mental coach in the facility, his own trainers, his own cooks and things like that, which I played in the NFL six years. That's incredibly unusual. What you want out of your quarterback, and all I know in the media is the quarterback is is the guy. But on the floor, in, in the locker room, the quarterback has to be one of the guys. If he's not, if he's put on a pedestal, the balance is askew, and it shows up on game day. And I think these guys have had a hard time getting to know Russell Wilson. You talk about the cliches and the let's ride and really not getting to know him as a person, as a human being, and everything's always great, and I've been through this, and I'll come out, you know, I'll do it again, and it's going to be fine. And really, um, his teammates need to get to know him. You know, these guys haven't spent enough time together. Mm-hmm. And to me, you got to strip away that performance team and get back to basics and maybe – just maybe this is the best thing that could have happened for the longevity of the Broncos and Russell Wilson. It not working out on year one because if, let's face it, if he would have brought in his performance team of ten people and they go and win the Super Bowl the first year, yeah. next year there'd be twenty people on his performance <laughs> team. You know what I mean? Uh, so, so maybe this is a humbling moment where they can get back to basics. It, and also, it's not just Russell Wilson. So Nathaniel Hackett, the way he has chosen to attack this season. Um, uh, training camp, for example, the starters. I mean, we were out there every day. It was a patty cake every day. They didn't hit. They didn't practice hard. They took one day hard, one day off, basically, and did a walkthrough. It was just so unusual for the former players watching this training camp. It was a very soft camp. Not a lot of reps. Not a lot of full speed stuff. Didn't play the starters at all in preseason because of what he learned in Green Bay. He wants to keep them fresh for the back half of the season. Well, they have the most guys in the, in the league on injured reserve, so that back you know backfired as well. So there's, it's not just Russell, but I think the idea that Russell alone could do it hasn't worked at all, and so they're going to have to go back to the drawing board. Yeah, uh, Nate Jackson from 104.3 The Fan in Denver, our guest here on the Arizona Sports Line. What you just described about the whole camp thing, it, it fits to a T what happened in Arizona this this year, and that's with really? a, a fourth-year head coach. So, uh, Speaking of coaching, Nathaniel Hackett's future, not only have the results been bad, you mentioned some of those things, lack of physicality, all of those things, but Nathaniel Hackett at certain times and a lot of times during the season, as you well know, Nate, has looked lost. When you consider all of those things, Plus the new ownership uh, group in place, 
Is Nathaniel Hackett still coaching for his job, or do you think uh, it's fait accompli that he's going to be shown the door? I personally believe if they can show some marked improvement these last four games, maybe win two or three of them, put up some numbers offensively, clean up the sloppy play, that he may have a chance. Just because, I mean, there's you know, there's a lot of coaches in the history of the NFL that had really, really bad first seasons and went on to be Hall of Fame type of coaches. You know, Bill Belichick had a couple of losing seasons to start off. He had actually five of his first six seasons were losing seasons. Mm-hmm. And, and he still hung around. Tom Landry went 0-11-1 or 1-11. You know, some of these guys start poorly, but you see enough towards the end of the season to keep them around. Bill Walsh was 2-14 and 14 his first season, 6-10 and 10 his second season. Kyle Shanahan had two losing seasons before he got on track. So there is a precedent for letting a guy figure it out, but just the product has to show some promise. Sure. And Nathaniel Hackett, for example, the Broncos lead the league in penalties. And so that's something where you're like, okay, you know, they're losing games, but they're losing them in very sloppy ways. And halfway, you know, a couple games into the season where Nathaniel Hackett was making some bad decisions, they brought in a, a guy to kind of help him make decisions. Jerry Rossberg, who's like this NFL, you know, uh, journeyman coach guy, who now sits up in the press box and talks to Nathaniel Hackett during the game and kind of talks him out of doing stupid things. That doesn't bode well for his future, right? But at the same time, the owners just got here. George Payton, the general manager, has only been here for a year and a half. Maybe they want to let it play out another yeah. year. I'm not sure. But the drumbeat is pretty loud here for him to get canned. Yeah, Nate, great stuff, man. Thank really you, appreciate you spending some time with us.